Hi everyone uh, welcome to another episode of my podcast uh, we have very special guest today joining all the way from Singapore we have Kevin and Alif of Peep Show hi guys what's up guys hey buddy hello how are you chana i'm good how about you alif i'm doing great here buddy i'm doing fantastic no complaint life is be- beautiful as such how are, how are you kevin i'm very well thank you uh hanging in there you know n- nothing nothing uh nothing can be harder when you have whiskey or beer in hand so <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah you actually go. I was earlier telling Kevin because I think I I saw Kevin only uh, during I think Nickelback show I think that was the last time I think I saw Kevin. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that was like almost two years ago or something like that. You know, way yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but Al, but Alif, I I you know Alif was part of my podcast very early on early episode mm-hmm. and then I've been his I I went to his show and uh, so we've been keeping touch a lot. Right, Alif. Yeah, buddy. Yep, 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 yep. That's good, man. Uh, so, Alif, how is how is the life uh, as a father? Well, uh, you see, everything is so new now. You know, I mean, uh, trying to understand how the baby works, trying to understand the whole structure of how the little human understand us as as uh, adult human. So everything is still very new but I'm coping well you know I mean uh, I remember the first the first month when when she was born it was hectic because you know I sleep 3 hours and then you know you have to be up for 1 hour and then sleep 3 hours and then up 1 hour so so it was mental but after and after that you know it it seems like it it just becomes like a rut, like a routine you know it's no you know it's no problem it's all good man i'm enjoying it i think <laughs> right right yeah so so kevin what you been up to these days kevin well i mean i I've, i've been well you know just uh uh hanging on you know um i think i think that uh ever since the pandemic and lockdown started there's there's been a, a it's been quite a turning point in my social life and all that you know being not being able to go out as much and you know not being able to do as much outside i mean unlike unlike alif you know i i i i don't have a kid so i don't i don't at least i still get my sleep i still get to do a lot of things i want to do and you know judging from all the white hairs i see on alif's face i am That's happy it. that I, i made that decision to not <laughs> to not to not go down that path Not yet, anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, pretty good, pretty good. You know, uh, so far trying to adapt. You know, finding a new way to uh, finding a new way to adapt to this new norm. Right, guys. I was so happy that uh, you know you guys did a late 2020 goodbye 2020 show, uh, just like closing the pandemic, and then recently also you guys did another li- another live show like just few weeks back, right? So how is the situation in Singapore and then how is the experience of doing a show uh, after after this long Um well I think uh the la- the last the last one that we did uh actually the second last one we were right it was just uh, right at the end of 2020 So uh you know the um, Walla Walla actually uh, came together with uh, this uh, shopping mall retail mall called Star Vista 
and it provided a sort of a space for us to do a live performance. Uh, it was it was themed uh, RIP 2020, so in a way to say goodbye to you know 2020 and what a shitty year it was, you know. So uh, so so we're very happy that we got invited to do this gig. And before that, actually, you know, it's been um, almost like a, a year, you know, or rather maybe nine to ten months. Uh, uh, before that, you know, uh, we had our last uh, sort of live gig in front of the audience. So uh, it was a really good experience. It was really good to come back and and be able to play, you know, in front of 150 people. We sold out the, the concert, thankfully. Um, despite all the uh, regulations, you know, it was very strict. You know, the people had to be masked all the time, seated. They can't dance. They can't technically do anything. They can't drink. But still, you know, I think it was great to come back and do a performance um, at that time, you know, to close off 2020. And then fast forward four months down the road, you know, just a couple of weeks back, we did another one. Um, yeah, uh, Timber Substation, this uh, iconic place that's going to close down uh, in July after like almost uh, 30, 30 years in operation or something like that. So uh, once again, very thankful that we are able to perform in front of an audience despite the regulations and the strict rules. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, it was great. It was great. So, so, yeah, so, I, the, I, so the show, so the totally shows were sold out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, these two shows that we did, thankfully, we, we sold out. We sold out the shows. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with uh, Ke- I mean, Kevin. I mean, we 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 have been quiet quiet for the past uh, I don't know ten months, nine months. And and in that quietness, we 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 try to do uh, you know like like a video of us playing together. We trying to do like uh, like a live stream session just to get the just to get the vibe back, you know. And and, and I, I remember I think the first time when we do a live stream, it was at this place called uh, Tone House. It was disaster, my friend. It was disaster. You, you know why? Because we have not been up on stage, and let alone not performing for for that whole period point of time. And then when you go out there and you just play, uh, it it's all weird because you you are playing in front of a camera once, and then um, you do not know how is this gonna turn out. And we were all rusty in a sense that you know we we haven't been playing, and we were all like, oh my god, I'm so tired. Like like the fifth song, like, oh my god, what happened? What happened? And then um, things, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kevin is right. When things start to get back uh, on the feet, it's still very weird, you see, because we are so used to seeing the crowd responding to us people walking around people you know standing up they, they 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 come close you know shoulder to shoulder and whatnot and then suddenly you perform to a crowd that well behaved sitting down just like this With the mask yeah, on and yeah yeah they have, <laughs> and then they have the mask on now remember we are a rock band we are not you know a band that plays in a jazz lounge or whatever so so it was hard when we play something that triggered them to like, oh, I want to move, I want to move. And they'd be like, mm, mm. <laughs> that's the best that they could do, right? So um, we are getting the hang of it. I'm not sure how is this going to turn out for the next couple of years. Is this going to be the new norm? God knows. Um, but if 
if this is going to be the new norm and then you know we have to do what we have to do we have to do even up on stage you see we are not allowed to move not to walk around i mean i don't like to stand at one spot i like right. to move around to the bases you know i like to move to kevin and just you know like just bump into him and uh move to liang which is the drummer and and then now we have to stay put i break a lot of rules <laughs> but like, let's 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 go let's go so um yes that is how singapore music industry it's uh it's it's beginning to open back slowly and 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 with all of these rules and regulation even though if you don't like it or not there is still chance for us to perform and slowly i can see a lot of uh, um places are actually follow suit you know not just bars and clubs but but uh you know like like esplanade is is starting to have bands now right so yeah we've still that one meter distancing and whatever not but we see a glimpse of hope right there like ah okay music is back right how's things back home chana how's the music scene <clears throat> uh sadly in the philippines we don't have anything we are still we went back to a sort of a lockdown i heard so, yeah I, I, yeah until this week uh, so you know we are just spending at home so i've been listening to a lot of music at home that's what i do <laughs> right 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 and i think same uh, in malaysia as well uh, a friend of mine um was performing a few months back they were doing good and then suddenly you know mco again in Mal- you know in malaysia that's like they are locked down two more weeks again so we are still in that you know okay is yeah. this going to work in southeast asia is this going to work indonesia is worse man they cannot even you know they have to do it quietly so that's right. how it is right i mean people need to eat because for the most part of is uh, all of our peers uh musicians that kind of um, this is what they do for a living right they 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 gig to eat you know what i mean so if they if they don't have a gig done right so i could really feel uh, a few of our friends here in singapore who's doing this full time this is really really hurting them so bad but now we could see that glimpse of right. of of hope So so these rules and regulations I think I mean what probably what Singapore create can be used in other places like in the Philippines and Indonesia maybe right so that I think so I mean you know different different countries got the government have a different approach to how they they look at all of this uh stuff because it's still business to us you know I mean you know we we you know people are coming in buying tickets buying drinks it's still business in a way so it's it's not just like a one off thing like a free gig and then hoo ha 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 bye bye so yes i hope you know places like philippines they 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 need to open up man yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, with alif i i think i alif we talk about a lot about your your whole your story and all your influences but i want to ask kevin about a little bit mm. so kevin can you tell me a little bit about your childhood and your like earliest uh, memories of music kevin yeah sure of course uh you know childhood wise i think uh you know basically i i guess i i i've been very blessed you know to 
we have a wonderful family, you know, I've got my grandparents, I've got my parents, I've got younger siblings, you know, we've all been, you know, close and, and, and well since we were young. Um, otherwise, I think uh, in terms of music, one of my earliest memories probably was, uh, you know, when, um, uh, even before primary school, you know, because uh, I, 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 I didn't have, like, you know, parents or, or relatives or whoever who were really, really into music. So I remember very, quite, quite, quite uh, vividly that uh, one of my first influences uh, uh, that I remember was, was from a compilation CD back in the early 90s, you know, it was like a very diverse CD and uh, it, it had, it had cranberries and zombie in it, you know, it had Michael Poulton, it had you know, all the way to bloody banana rama and fun factory, you know, that kind of thing. Stuff that happened in the late 80s to, to, to the early 90s, you know, at that, at that, at that period. So that, that was actually one of my first, first memories of, of, of music that I, I've uh, been exposed to. And it was a good thing because I think there was a good mix of, uh, you know, sort of rock music and pop music and even, you know, techno and stuff like that. And then, of course, gradually, uh, when I hit primary, primary school and all that, you know, that was when the 90s came and, it was the boy band, girl band era, where all the Backstreet Boys, Spice mm-hmm. Girls, Spice Girls started coming, got really famous, and yeah, that 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 those were actually my uh, believe it believe it or not my my very early early music um, influences before I ever got into rock music. So right. it was, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was quite funny. I only I only really got into rock music I think when I was in secondary school, which was like when I was like 14, 15, something like that. That was when right. I really got. Into so, and, so what uh, were your like first sort of uh, introduction to rock rock what were the uh, honestly honestly the first real rock like heavy band that i was actually exposed to and i first listened to was marilyn manson mm. right yeah it was big it was big uh, back in the early 2000s you know, when, uh, yeah. when uh, the rendition of sweet dreams was 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 the rage at that time you know, every every uh, kid band was was jamming at that time you know since four 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 Bang, um, and a riff, you know, who can forget a riff? Even Alif, you know, you know, we, we, we perform it once in a while with Pete Show for fun. So, Marilyn Manson was, was uh, one of the first few. And then uh, after that, slowly I got into, um, you know, the, the classic, more classic rock stars. And I got to all the Iron Maiden, ACDCs, and Led Zeppelins, and Metallica, that kind of thing. You know, but, um, if you ask me at the moment right now, you know, if you ask me now after more than 30 years of my life, which bands I, I have really, really influenced me, I would I would think bands like, you know, Nirvana. Nirvana was, to me was not just music, it was a lifestyle. I love mm-hmm. the whole grunge period. I like I like Avenged Sevenfold, you know, mm-hmm. any, anything that Miles Kennedy is in because he's such a great influence to the way I sing. Um, you know, that kind of thing. That, that, that That's for me, you know, in a nutshell. Right. I, I was actually going to ask you because I really felt that Miles Kennedy connection because I, I when I hear some part some of the parts you're singing, <laughs> I sort of feel oh that's 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 Miles Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I I'm happy to hear that man, because uh, yeah that, that that's sort of what I usually uh, uh, you know always try to go for you know that kind of that kind of tone that kind of I mean he's he he is a legend you know, he, the way he sings he's probably like you know the, the best rock singer today if you ask me. But uh, yeah, that he, he's he's probably the biggest singing influencer. Right. Do do have you guys seen the movie Rockstar? 
Oh yeah. yeah. I watched it like more than ten times, man. <laughs> I was in I was in the movie. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you 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 remember that Miles Kennedy actually had a cameo on that yeah, on the that last yeah. part, right? Yeah. Last part. Last part. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps that it helps that one of my favorite actors, you know, Mark Wahlberg was in the show. And, mm. and then they had a whole array of, of rock stars, real rock stars in the movie as well. I mean fantastic movie. Yep. Right. So so Ali for uh, I, I think I didn't ask you this last time. So how did you guys met and how did this deep show uh, idea band started? How did you guys met? Wow. Okay. I'm going to try to cut everything under five, under five minutes. Okay. Um, okay. Let, let me go way, way back. So, so you get the feel of how this thing is started, right? Okay. So um, I start off in this music industry when I was 17. Okay, and um, the musicians that I'm that I I was playing with, they are the kind of musicians who wants to play what they want to play. And 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 I was so blessed that they never restrict anything that what I want to do. Okay, and when you're 17, you grow up with this kind of players. You like a sponge. And then, you know, you, you, you attract what you like. You attract what you don't like. So it becomes a part of me, right? So in that whole, my career, it becomes a lot of, you know, like, like showmanship, performance, uh, stage ethic, the way we learn songs. And, and I remember my band, we don't want to... We don't want to play like whatever the the CD is playing. We want to do what we want to do best, right? So uh, after the whole, you know, after the whole club got shut down, uh, everyone went into their own different path of life, right? So one of them is Tick. Uh, I think you guys know Tick Bass, and um, and then like I said, I mean, mu- music is. Is my food. I have to get a gig to sustain my 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 life, right? And then I, you know, start to join a different band, and and I just don't feel it. You know, it becomes like it becomes like a job, right? I mean, back in those days, I didn't do it for job. It's like every single thing we want to do, we want to do something new. We want to see how we can enhance the song, blah blah blah. So fast forward in 2014. Um, I told myself, I said, look, uh, if I want to do this as as that boy who always dreams, who wants to play, I need to find someone who wants to play first. Not about money, not about you know fame or blah blah blah. So uh, I gather a few a few boys and we start to do that, right? But again, it's a tough, it's a risky business because. No one wants to hear rock, right? People want to hear top 40s, right? People want to hear what they need to hear. Now, back in those days, I was playing, I mean, like, it's still the same now. I was playing, you know, Green Day, Metallica, Limbi, you know, Limbiskit. And then you enter a place called Clark Key where the whole place is just playing R&B and, you know, Bruno, like Bruno Mars, Black Eyed Peas back in those days. They don't want to hire you. So, you know, some of them got offered to do a six-night gig because it pays the bill, 
fine. I mean, you know, everybody got their own, you know, life and whatever not. Now, in 2016, I happened to be performed in this uh, small little humble place called uh, Banjiba, right? With a few of uh, uh, from the old past lineup. We have Chong who plays the bass and we have this gentleman named Bernard Marsh, which we call him BJ who plays the drum. And then my buddy who plays the guitar and sing and myself. And the four of us get to get get together like we just want to do what we want to do. And then he, you know, uh, I remember Chong wants to do a lot of pull jam. I said, pull jam. Yeah, let's do that, dude. Let's do that. Right. And then, you know, uh, BJ wants to do something that is outside of the box. And I went, yes, this is it. And again, it was a risky move because we don't know, right? We don't know if people are going to like it, if we are going to get fired in the next month. We, do, we don't know, but we just want to do what we, we want to do best. And uh, moving forward, right after that, like I, man, like I mentioned, few of the boys, they have, you know, they got, they got work and one of them got offered to, to do a permanent gig slot. And my singer gotta leave, and it happens that the drummer that I was playing now, Liang, he was in a band that plays on a different night. So I told him, I said, "Hey man, can you you know can you fill up the spot for 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 a while until I get a proper drummer?" I said, "Okay, man, cool." So this guy, if you look at him, he doesn't look like a guy who plays rock. Right. He, oh, really? He looks like yeah. I mean, right? He looks like a guy who just got up from school looking for a job, you know, stuff like that. And then when I showed him a couple of songs, I said, "Okay, can you play this?" And then we have this look. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, can this guy really play? Right? I mean, I was judging him that time because you know. I didn't know my peers who still listen to to Iron Maiden, who still listen to Black Sabbath, no more because you know people my peers who plays you know who plays music, they are into this pop culture, so it's very rare to find him. Okay, so fine. So he got it. The first gig he was he was I'm like wow, this guy can play right. And then my basis, you know, he have to. He have to shift to India to 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 work, um, and then you know I think it's a law of attraction where I believe it just matter of time, right? Anything that you want to plan in life, if it's your time, it's your time, right? And then I you know I I, I randomly text uh, an old friend of mine. His name is Yazid. I say, hey man, I'm I'm looking for a sub basis. So if you would want to just play in, you know, and then he would come and he would fill in a bit, and then you know he would leave and then he would come. And and then I remember one night, uh, my singer, he's uh, I think he was sick or he was having ish- issue with the bosses or something like that. I, come on, we play rock. We need to have issues with the boss, right? right, right. <laughs> so. Um, I asked Liang, I said, hey man, if you know anyone that could just, you know, come up and, and sing, right? And then he said, yeah, 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 I, I, I think I have this guy, his name is Kevin. I said, 
I don't care, man, what his name is. He could be John, he could be Tom, he could be anyone. But can he sing this song? I say, yeah, yeah, no problem. So I remember Kevin woke up on stage, and as soon as his mouth opened, I'm like, wow, what the hell? Wow, okay, right. And then okay, next song, and then wow, right. And I remember that I teased him once. I told, I think it was Chong who plays the bass at that point of time. I said, Chong. Don't drop any key. Just play all original key. And he was on the, you know, Kevin is like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This guy can do it, right? So, um, that's it. That is the whole story of how the four of us get together with the mind of no expectations. No, we don't care. We 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 don't care how people are gonna talk about us. We don't care how people are gonna see about us. I mean, we were playing in Clarky. Now, Clarky is known for, you know, the place where people walks in and they want to dance, they want to party. And then, right towards the end of the building, we have these four monkeys who run around, and 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 then you know we would rock and we, you know we would. That's the goal, right? So it feels like home to me. And then. It's because of that whole intention. These guys feels like home to them because they 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 want to portray something that they always want to portray. They are not lying to themselves. Can you see Kevin right now? Imagine him singing Bruno Mars. I mean, yeah, he can sing, but the whole persona is not him, right? So right. it. You know, I I got a Bruno Mars glasses on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so it's um, you know, I I just believe it. It just been given. It's like a it's like a gift. You know, I mean, you know, like Liang, he 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 have that look where pe- where people look at him and judge. I could just see on people's eyes like, can this guy play drums, man? <laughs> and then boom, there he go, right? And then him, you know, I mean, ah. Huh. Can this corporate-looking guy sing? And then boom, he sings, right? So, so that's how that's how Peep Show started, and uh, we never look back. Uh, you know, I mean, like I said to I said to like I mentioned just now, everything is a risk, but it finally get us to where we want to be. We just have to stick with it. Sometimes we lose, but you just have to focus on it, and then you know. Uh, we, I mean, right now we are in Walla Walla. You know, the best gig ever, best Saturday Saturday night ever. We rock, you know. We swear, we spit on stage. He drinks on stage. I, we are just we. You see, so um, and then there's a lot of bands who are like us too, right? I mean, like uh, Rock Rosettes coming up. And then we have Rock Weller. It's nice to see that that they are these people who just want to be themselves, not trying to please, you know, not not trying to get into the industry just because of money. You, you get what I'm trying to say, right? I mean, if I want to do this for money, easy. I I would just get into a different band and just stay and then play, you know, R&B and jazz. Fine, fine. But it's not me, you see. So. In a nutshell of eight minutes, yep, that was it. That's how Peep Show started, and that's how uh, Kevin was 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 introduced to our plate, just like that. Boop, Kevin. Okay, let's jam. <laughs>
so so kevin uh, what bands did you play before joining peep show uh to be honest i was actually just in one sort of sort of a serious band before peep show i was in a band called slate Mm. Uh, so it was made up of uh, five guys, you know, uh, four, uh, you know, three of them I, I've known since I was like, you know, even before I was 20 years old or something like that. And then, uh, and then uh, after that, I uh, we, we got this guy called Pinky uh, James to join us, who is also who happens to be, you know, my guitarist from my other band that I'm, I'm with right now. So uh, before that, uh, yeah, before Future, it was just late for a few years, but we never actually really got to play anywhere regularly you know we, we never got the opportunity to do uh, anything really big so uh, like what Ali said you know end of 2016 when I got the call to start to fill in just for that night you know it was uh, just I guess it just happened in, in the right place at the right time mm. I had a lot of fun you know? and, and, and I remember that that particular but particular night I was quite nervous because you know I, I, I don't know who Ali was Wow, I mean, I saw him open for Metallica back in 2013. No, right. I, I told him, I told him that was a fond memory because I can never forget him sleeping on stage, <laughs> and, we are, and we, uh, we still laugh about it today. <laughs> so that's how I, that's how I remember. That's how I remember Alif Kutra, you know, he, yeah. with his name, you know, with with, with his um, uh, you know, uh, uh, friendship with big, you know, people like Steve Vai, you know, that that, that 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 you know, that's how I felt at that time. And uh, I remember that first night when I sat for a show, I didn't drink one drop of alcohol, <laughs> and 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 I and I got through it, you know. So, so uh, yeah, you know, after that, you know, things just um, started to you know all come together. And Ali asked me to join the the band. Here we are, four years down the road now. There years. you go. Speaking four to you, Chana. How amazing in this Zoom section. <laughs> ah, love this. Four years, man. <laughs> So, so what what were your like guys? What's your like uh, most memorable performance? I know one one gig that uh, one of my previous guests uh, from Australia mentioned about you guys, Soran from Hybrid Theories. Oh, yeah. oh wow, my uh, goodness! Right? Because oh. you you perform in the beer fest uh, with them, right. right? Right. Oh my god! Oh, he is amazing, dude. His voice, oh, amazing. Amazing. I, I, that, that was back in 2019. Uh, we 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 uh, blessed to uh, have been invited to beer fest uh, by by Danny, you know, uh, mm, yeah. founder of Timber, of course. And then I remember we did two sets. Okay, the first set was a sort of a tribute to the 90s, so mm. we did a whole set of 90s rock. And then uh, we did our Guns and Roses slash slash tribute. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, Hybrid Theories was actually in the same dressing room. Uh, where we were at that time they were they were you know they were starting to come up right after us so we got to meet the guys from Hybrid Theory you know nice nice people very nice, oh, nice blood, yeah. they, were, they, they were so nice you know they, they actually invited Alif and myself to, to finish the set the, the set for them doing uh, Lincoln Parks in the end yeah. because, <laughs> because that is one of the songs that that is one of the songs that we have in our repertoire right and then uh, yeah we, we told them yeah we actually do some Lincoln Park ourselves and they were like you know okay you know you guys come up and finish the song with us why not you know and, Alip and I were like, okay, why not? So, yeah, it was it was was uh, such a great night, a really fun night. Right, right. Uh, I think, uh, Chana, to to answer your question, what is the most what memorable? Memorable things, yeah. Memorable, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I think for me, um, wow. We had a Phuket gig. Yes, I was just mm-hmm. about to say that. Uh, the Phuket yeah. gig to me was 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 quite interesting because we had 
uh, we had this couple who approached us when we were at Bungie Bar, and then, you know, he was saying that, hey, man, uh, I got this wedding, and I'm looking for a for a band. And then with, without missing a bit, I told him, hey, buddy, look, uh, if you want us to do, you know, Bruno Mars or, you know, stuff like that, we can also do it. No, 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 no. I want you guys to do whatever you just you guys did. I'm like, right. okay, for your wedding. I said, yeah. You mean like all of the stuff? Yes. And can we add more songs? Like, yeah, of course. I mean, you are the boss. And then he start to send a, a, a event seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all you know, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I, is this guy serious? And then they flew us, you know, all all expense paid, you know, tickets, everything. So at at that moment, we felt like a rock star right there, you know. I mean, I remember going to a sound check, you know, wearing a rope, <laughs> going for a sound check, wearing a rope. But that was a good gig, you know. I mean, it uh, it was a good experience, you know. We as a band, we get together even more, you know. We we these are. I'm not sure about 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 some guys, but when you have an opportunity like this, it 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 gets the band closer. You know, you 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 are out. You know, far far away from home. Yeah, I mean, it's Phuket. It's not that far, but you know, you 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 talk to each other. You see each each other in breakfast. You go out at night having dinner, and then you guys have you know you guys have a laugh, and then the next night you just go for it, like. This is what I do for a living. Just go for it. It was that is the best memorable gig ever, ever. And we flew in with with four other guys who 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 is a uh, part of the roadie, part of the sound crew, and the, you know the sound technician. It was a great gig, man. It was a great All gig. Right. Yeah, love it. So uh, last uh, 2019, I went to a Paul Gilbert show in Substation. So oh uh, yeah, yeah. So that venue is now closing, right? Yes. In July. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That, that's that's been a very old venue in Singapore, right? For, for oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I twenty we, twenty over years. Yeah, that was one of the first places I started to hang out. You know, when, when right. Legal, you know, to, to go out and drink so. Yes, I totally agree with Kevin. Um, that was the first, I believe, besides Youth Park, was was the place where bands get together. Um, doesn't matter if you, if you're a rock band, a punk band, a metal band, a, you know, metal core, whatever, and you just jam and everybody gets together it's like a community of musicians to hang out and then, you know you you every week you you get to perform and when you are a kid when you tell your friends hey i'm going to perform at substation they'll be like what substation wow right it's big it's huge so yeah unfortunately um I think by this July, right, Kevin? It's it's gonna yeah. So that's the end of it, buddy. Right. That's the end of rock and roll in Singapore. Yeah, but, <sighs> but not if we can help it. Not if we can. Help it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one place is closing, but I saw another place open. Uh, our friend Ross Ross opened yeah. the bar, yes. right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Rock. Rock. Metal Bar. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke to him on the phone a few months back. Um, 
we were just catching up and you know we were just sharing a few of the business ideas and whatever not uh i i heard that he's going to expand it to 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 have like a to have like a space where he could do like you know like a press conference if he brings the band over you know he wants to do like a small mini shows for the right, investors right. blah 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 so maybe you know maybe maybe I, yeah. I, I went i went i went there just a couple of weeks back uh, right place, yeah. right really really cozy nice um you know rock and roll it metal, is heavy metal feel and yeah, it yeah is. He, he showed me the space that's like right opposite and friends to you know expand so i mean yeah. i hope i hope that happens yeah yeah, yeah. right <clears throat> kevin uh so so kevin uh, outside of uh, peep show you uh, you actually send me your song from your other other project rock capolo yeah. the downing light i really loved it uh, can you tell me a little bit about that project and the song sure i mean uh, you know last year most of last year even till now it, it, it sort of uh, been on lockdown so there's, there's there's not been a chance to perform live um, in front of people regularly so you know me and uh, my my, my good buddy you know Timothy James uh, you know my guitarist from state awesome uh, guitar player we, yeah we, we by the way Timothy James has has also sung uh, you know covered uh, a live uh, on guitar for yeah. a few times as, as well so we decided you know it was high time we we sat down together and started you know writing our own stuff just you know, because we've been wanting to do this for a while anyway. mm. so we wrote finally we and after a few months we wrote recorded this new single called Dawning Light which was actually um, released uh, uh, last month and uh, it, it's sort of inspired by COVID-19 but uh, also on a wider perspective it, it, it sort of talks talks about the darker bits of life you know and um, how uh, in spite of all these things you know, uh, we should always it, it, it is an encouragement for everybody to just remain hopeful and you know always look forward to, to better things so that's what the song is about and we of course made it Maybe because we like it, maybe this is our first single. We wanted to make it, you know, make it epic sounding. Um, yeah. So, so that that that's something that we do. Um, we recorded, you know, uh, at Snake Beat Studios. You know, shout out to Leonard and his team for helping us with the recording and all that. So, yeah, I think so. So so far, uh, the response has, has been good, and I'm glad you like it, Chana. Yo, yeah, love it. So, yeah, beautiful. It's on Spotify. It's on all these streaming platforms on YouTube. So do check it out. Yeah, and your and your vocals are sweet. <laughs> I agree. Actually, well, was not was not was was actually a lot more challenging doing that song because you know I I, I prior to this have not had much uh, experience with recordings and you know, professional recordings. And stuff. So it was a really good learning experience as well. You know, we we are we are writing more stuff. So hopefully, you know, in the next coming few months, you know, uh, probably might put up more stuff. Look forward. Yeah. <laughs> You should yeah, release more know. songs, Kevin. It's it's really really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, right, we're, right. we're we're writing, we're writing, we're writing. I agree. Right. Yeah. So so Alif, when when we were talking uh, last time your show uh, with your A plus platform, yeah, I I've seen that platform grows. You have onboarded onboarded so many new bands, new artists to that platform, right? Right, 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 right. The last time we spoke about this was what uh, six months back, I think. It was six months, seven months back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah plus, it's it's an interesting um, 
I mean, me and Tick and the couple of, of our partners who run and own the company, we decided to do something which is, uh, it's more like a giving back to the musicians and helping them to do something that they've, they've always wanted to, to do, right? Because when you are indie bands, you, there is only a certain much things that you can do. Right now, it's only YouTube, it's only Spotify, it's only, you know, whatever the domains are in your ad. But in terms of promoting them, you have to do it your own. You have to grind it yourself. In a certain way, it's fine because most bands, they they want to do it themselves. But the reach is just little. I mean, you know, if you want to wait for the labels to come in, chances are they are not going to come in because they don't know you, right? right. So, you know, me and, and my partner, John, from, from US, we, we decided to have this bridge of how we can actually meet from the West indie bands and the East indie bands. Now, as the operation director of the company, me and Tick, Tick is the talent acquisition. So he would, you know, search for new fresh talents and he would, you know, he would share to me how, how do you feel about these guys, blah, blah, blah. And that's where we come in and we would try to help them to actually get their song on the internet radio, like uh, Chana KWSS 93.9. Um, it's every Wednesday. So, I mean, we have more than about 200 artists from all around the world. David have signed this Philippine uh, singer. Beautiful. I mean, he he has that kind of rock vibe to it. We have Malaysia, we have Indonesia, uh, Indonesia. Tick actually spoke to Kevin and he have his songs on, on, on our platform right now. It's just a matter of just adding it. Now, not only we are doing that, but we are also helping the artists to actually talk to each other. Because right now, if I'm a band from, from the States, and then we are, you know, we are talking, oh, okay, you are bands from Philippines and then you are bands from Singapore. That's it. That's it. Right. And then, you know, if we are lucky, we talk to each other, blah, blah, blah. But we are not in a community where we are talking to each other. Like you are buying my song. I am buying my song. I remember the first time when I spoke to the, to the CEO of the company. He says that, okay, our business model, we want to help the artists we want to see you know we want to help them to sell their songs my first question to him was who buys songs nowadays who buys songs right but to my surprise in the west people still buying stuff they still support each other now i was so wrong because i'm like really people still do that right but there is no platform for people to actually get to get get together not only selling their song they can sell their merch they can talk to artists they can do their own private concert right now we have our own app which is up and up and running we are just speaking to vimeo on how we are going to get the uh, this is a bit techy stuff i'm not really that good but it's somewhere between the lines of what if the artist okay let's say rock apollo right now they sign up as our year plus art artists and then they want to do their own private show okay they want to do their own private show they want to charge i don't know 
one USD, right? And how are they going to take control of that? We are not going. We are not going to take a single dime. We are just providing that. Right? How are they going to do that? Because Zoom has never actually done it. And even if we are going to jam in Zoom, that is still going to have that latency, right? right? So we are going to that direction on how we can do uh, help these artists to actually go up and and let the whole world knows about them. I mean, we we have like about hundreds of 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 talent, you know, beautiful talents. I mean, we have we have Simon Young song, one of one of the great guitar players in Singapore. We have Rock Apollo. We have uh, a few guys singer songwriter. We have Malaysia. We have Indonesia. We have Philippines. We have Japan. Uh, her name is Miyuki. I I I think you heard about Miyuki. Yeah, She's a. Yeah. Uh, she, She's a beautiful Japanese chick. Uh, she looks very, you know, very, very tame. But she's a metalhead, man. I'm just what? <laughs> Yo, Kev, you, uh, I, I would send you this link. Uh, uh, she's just amazing. You know, she, she, she's like baby metal plus. I mean, crazy. So yeah, that is with Ye Plus. I've been doing it for, for a, for a year now. So back and forth, back and forth. Right, a different right. side of you know, jumping a bit on a diff on a different lane. Yeah. yeah. So when when this uh, lockdown everything happened, you know all the shows got when sh- because you know you guys know I go to all the shows like you know before. Yeah. So when all this uh, lockdown happened, I was quite skeptical about the live streaming thing, but. Uh, now over the over time i actually enjoy the live streams i do watch uh, last few days back i watched corn corn did their live stream which was yep. amazing yep. so i now actually looking forward to all the live streams because now i can watch all these bands in the us in the europe Especially. yeah <laughs> it's yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's really great experience i have a strong feeling it's going to be the new norm now but if you want to talk about how do we money monetize it it's still try and error because you know as we as we all know live stream it's a free thing right only the big boys having the whole components how do you want to sell the e tickets the virtual tickets all so so uh, in singapore we we i don't see it yet we have not seen nothing yet like that but in the states i mean like corn has done it uh, trivium has done it right i think a few months back uh, yeah. Joe Bonamassa done it. Metallica done it once, but it's for charity. So yeah, yeah. So you know, it it could be a new norm. We don't know, right? But when the time comes, if we if we are not prepared, we might lose out, man. I, I mean, like 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 when the whole lockdown happened, uh, I I need to have a certain money coming in. And and then I was doing this online, you know, lessons and whatever not. And I have to learn about how am I supposed to connect this mic to my computer, and then how am I supposed to get my guitar, you know, everything. So so so, this becomes like a new norm now, man. So <laughs> you know, uh, but if, you ask, if you ask me, it, it 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 still doesn't take away what live performances can. Oh, definitely, happen. of yeah, course. That, that is still that is still you know the the whole element of course. 
the, 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 the fundamental of a live performance. Is of course. The and the whole world is actually waiting for it. Yeah, it can the never be world. replaced. No? Right. <clears throat> so, 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 Kevin uh, Alif. Uh, so, what's your message to the viewers and also the people who support you? Uh, what's your message, Kevin? You want to go first, buddy? Well, I, I uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally would like to thank you know uh, everybody who has been supporting Kicho since you know we started. Uh, I think we've built quite uh, a very, a very loyal and, and, and supportive uh, sort of fan base. We've known a, we've got, got to know a lot of people, a lot of friends through these four years of experience. Uh, I just want to say thank you, you know, for all the love and support. And also, you know, uh, just to, to, to keep safe and take care, uh, I want to I wanna just give a special shout out to, to Stanley and Walla Walla. You know, uh, I understand that you know, times like that, you know, it's, it's not be tough for you guys, but uh, you know, we, we hope to be able to come back and, and, and rock the stage soon. Also, shout out to Danny and Timber. And uh, for those of you who are watching you know, in, in Singapore, if you guys want to check out uh, these three months worth of gigs that's going to be uh, happening at Timber before they close, go check out this website called Goodbye Garden. Uh, just just Google, Google Goodbye Garden and you can see like a whole list of uh, bands that, that are scheduled to play. Peep uh, Show, for me, we are scheduled to play 8. And 16, uh, and we'll be we'll be doing a, a couple of uh, theme rock nights, you know, classic rock, nineties rock, whatever. We 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 still signing on it, and uh, yeah, pretty pretty much that. Uh, and also finally, of course, uh, check out Rock Apollo's Morning Light, you know, mm. all available available streams. And, uh, and tell, tell tell us how you feel. Follow us on our social media, you know, and uh, tell us what you think. Yeah, good one. I think for me, uh, the first thing first, I would like to thank Chana for bringing us here to yes, to 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 today. Uh, I didn't expect our whole journey, as you know, me, Kevin, and the band, uh, to have people liking us because that wasn't our main intention, right? Uh, our main intention to just rock and roll and do whatever we want to do. But um, you know, over the years, we we have made. You know, few good friends, friends that turn into a family, and then you know, fr fans that tend to become our closest friends. Uh, which is you know, which is like you, you know, uh, Chan. I mean, Chanan. Like the first time when I see you, and then we become friends, and then now we we become this, right? right. So uh, I think to all of our uh, friends and followers out there, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, and Kevin and the and the band for for uh, enjoying what we do up on stage <laughs> sincerely because we we that is what we do best and we will never go down and and stop performing we will always still be performing whatever happens in the future uh god knows it's beyond our control keep on supporting us uh please check out uh peep show on our facebook instagram and please check out Kevin's new uh, music, Dawning Like. Uh, Ch Chana, you have to roll this, man. Right after this whole edit, right after I talk, <laughs> it just and then you go right. So, so, so yes, thank you so much, and I really hope to see everyone. I really hope to get back up up on the stage where I can move around like monkeys and touch you guys and shake your hands because right now all we can do is just this. <laughs> oh, come on man right right 
But yes, yes, uh, one step at a time, like yeah. Ke- like Kevin said, baby steps, small baby steps, small baby steps. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alif, uh, Kevin, I, I actually want to shout out to one person, Sabrina Solomon, because she's been oh. pushing you guys a lot. You've been, she's been posting about your show. Thank you. Yeah, Sabrina. Okay. So wow. she, she was so excited when I show her. That oh, thank you. That's blessed. I think thank I saw you, her. I think I saw her during our last gig. She was there, right? She was there. Sabrina, what's up, Sabrina? You rock, girl. You, you, thank you, thank you, you and Chana. I mean, people like you guys are the reason why people like us You're keep welcome. on just going. You know, I mean, yes, man, yeah. <laughs> So, so Kevin Ali, thanks for joining the podcast. Uh, really enjoy this uh, conversation, and I'm looking forward to your new music and all all the things you're doing, and you you guys going and doing this new like you know taking the courage to go and do a show which brings a lot of hope to everybody. Like, no, oh, thanks. Me, I'm really Absolutely. happy. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, more power, guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining the podcast. Thank, Thank you very much, Sana. Thank you. Honored Thank you. to be part of the show. Yes.